an outstanding quality of a successful entrepreneur? Relentless dedication. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Today's show, be relentlessly dedicated. Hi, this is Daniel Laxton's. And this is Leah Laxton's. And this is the Dream Job Radio Show, presented by 30careers.com. Remember to check out all of our upcoming shows by going to dreamjobradio.tv. Check out the upcoming episodes and leave us a comment if you have a question or a comment for a future guest or a suggestion for a show topic. And you can also tweet us. You can tweet me at Daniel Laxton's. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. Or you can also tweet Leah. That's right. So today's special guest is Ethan Austin. Ethan Austin is the co-founder of Give Forward. As a child, he lost his father to colon cancer. Since then, he has been dedicating his free time to helping cancer organizations. Realizing how powerful technology can be to help do good in the world, Ethan met Desiree Vargas and began Give Forward. If Ethan isn't thinking up new ways to help fundraisers reach their goals, you can usually find him running a marathon for Emeron's Angels in a banana costume or inhaling the Chipotle burrito. Hey, Ethan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the program. Well, it's great to have another entrepreneur on the show. It seems that the entrepreneurs always have some sort of insights that really help out our listeners. Now, you are the co-founder of Give Forward, and what people probably want to know is, what is Give Forward? What's that business, and what do you guys do there? So Give Forward, we are an online fundraising platform that helps people raise money for their loved ones, out-of-pocket medical expenses. Oh. And I guess I can start by quickly telling you about what's you know, going on in the country and that every 30 seconds there's a, a bankruptcy in America and it's caused by medical expenses and people incurring medical debt. So what we're trying to do is, is help friends and family come together and easily raise money for their loved ones so that they're not dealing with this financial burden and they can think about getting better as opposed to thinking about medical bills. So we'll give people a fundraising page. We'll set up a page kind of like setting up a Facebook page. You know, it takes about 10 minutes. They can upload photos and stories. They can tell why they're raising money for their friend. Then they'll send that link out. Everyone gets a, a personal link. They'll send that link out to friends and family via email or Facebook. And then friends and family can come onto the page and donate and also leave words of encouragement. So they'll say like things like, hey, you know, my cousin's been through this before and you know, you're going to get through this and let them know that there's a community of support for them. And at the end of the fundraiser, we send them a check. So we've seen people raise 10000 20000 you know, even $90,000 for, for treatments and things that insurance doesn't cover. That is, wow. just, that is just so sweet, though, because reality is, is the average person doesn't know how to organize and put something together like that. You know, I mean, even entrepreneurs, I mean, we, we, know, we know how to organize things and, and bring people together to accomplish our goals. But the average person, if you're just a nine to five, if you go to work at nine, get off at five to do something which like that is just, it would be, um, overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Almost. So that's awesome. That yeah. you're really empowering people to be able to make a difference. Yeah. that's what we like to think is that, and that's a good word that we use a lot is empowerment. And that we hear from, we hear from people a lot saying that, as much as it helps the beneficiary, it oftentimes empowers their friends and families who are asking that question. You know, when someone's sick with cancer, everyone asks, what can I do to help? Mm-hmm. And 
food and lasagna and rides to the hospital are good, but if you live out of state, you feel kind of helpless. So it, it really is a good tool for empowerment, and that's the way we like to think about it as well. Wow. So tell us a little bit more about Give Forward. How long have you guys been doing this, and what were the early days like when you first got started? Yeah, so we have now been doing this uh, for a little over three years. August was our three-year anniversary. And the early days, uh, we've now helped people raise. We just hit $7 million in donations yesterday. Wow. Um, awesome. And I think, you know, we're, we're going to probably do about $700,000 in donations this month. So we're really starting to pick up now. But the early days certainly weren't like that at all. I think for the, for the first six months, the website didn't really work. Um, There's just two of us, my partner Desiree and myself and a bunch of unpaid interns who worked their butts off and were great. Um, but it was really just two of us. We were both working part-time. We had, you know, we had uh, night jobs. We were, uh, I was writing for some blogs and Desiree was waiting tables really to make ends meet. And we bootstrapped the operation. Um, you know, we weren't paying ourselves salaries and it was slow. It was really, really slow in the beginning. I think, I think the lowest point we had was on January 1st of 2009. This was six months after the website had been up, and it's still really buggy and kind of wonky, and not a whole lot of people were using it. But on January 1st, uh, we had uh, exactly one visitor to the site. Which, uh, <laughs> That's 2009. That's 2009. So now we're, you know, now we'll have over 10,000 a day. Wow. Um, so, so that was probably a low point. As an entrepreneur, you're asking yourself, you know, am I doing the right thing? Should I have, you know, become a lawyer? And after after graduating from law school, I'm like maybe I should have been doing that. And you, you do have a lot of that self doubt, but mm-hmm. we kept plugging through, uh, plugging away, and and we had, I think there was little, you know, in the beginning there's, you can't judge yourself on revenues because in the first year I think we had. $6,000 total in revenue. Mm-hmm. And so most people would have said, you're crazy, keep, you, know, you should quit. But what we kind of judged ourselves on and what we used as a metric um, were thank you emails that we got from people. And and people would occasionally write to us and say, you know, hey, this this changed my brother's life or we don't know what we would have done without you. And, and we started getting more and more of those types of emails and that's what kept us going and that was kind of a glimmer of light for us and we knew that, you know, we were on the right track if we kept plugging away at it. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly a struggle in the beginning, not to say it was uh, easy at all. And tell us more about the, I guess, the Accelerate program you guys got accepted to that sort of helped you um, to raise funding. Yeah. No, so, so in 2010, um, there was an incredible program uh, called Accelerate Labs in Chicago, which launched, which is to to a startup accelerator similar to uh, TechStars in in Boulder or Mm -hmm. Y Combinator, but really modeled after the TechStars model, which um, stresses mentorship, and they give you a little bit of funding, which is a small amount, but more than anything, they give you mentors, and they introduce you to all these incredible people. And, you know, we had the opportunity to talk with the founder of things like OpenTable and Groupon and... um, you know, just these incredible companies, Priceline.com, you know, all these people. William Shatner? <laughs> no, not William Shatner. I wish it was William Shatner. That would have been fun. A guy by the name of Jeff Hoffman, who's, 
who's one of our advisors now, and he awesome. has just about as many stories as William Shatner. <laughs> hey, I, had, I did meet him at a book conference before. Before he's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, maybe next time though. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty incredible yeah. though. Yeah. So the, the program was incredible, and and we, you know, we weren't going anywhere really quickly, and it really opened doors for us and put us on a trajectory, you know, to succeed and and. I am very, very grateful for this program. It's joined by two awesome guys, uh, Troy Hennikoff and Sam Yakin, and um, just a, a tremendous program. We're seeing more and more of them pop up around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, I think Troy likes to say, I think in the first year, there's 10, 10 companies, I think about 400 companies applied, maybe. Wow. And, and we feel fortunate to have been one of those 10 selected because, you know, it's a little bit of luck involved, I think. Um yeah. But I think the, the 10 companies raised a total of, I think, around $7 million in funding and created about 60 jobs, or maybe more than 60 jobs in Chicago. So um, it's really been a, a big boost to the startup scene and entrepreneurial scene in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, Is that just but, like the, the mentorship programs like that you're involved in? Uh, that's mm-hmm. pretty much they're volunteering their time, or is there a fee for you? No, I mean, so the way the program works, um, you end up getting, well, last year it was, I think we got about $18,000 in exchange for, you know, they take 6% equity in your company. Okay. Um, and then you're really not, and it's well worth it. I mean, we didn't hesitate for a second to think about, you know, that's a lot of money for, or a lot of equity for. For a non-for-profit, you know, they though, it, it, do they give a cheaper rate for a non-for-profit versus a for-profit? No, it's all it's all for for-profit companies. And we're a for-profit company. Oh, and we're cool. we're a social a social venture. Thus, you know, we we like to think we we hope we can, you know, do well by doing good. Yeah, that's we right. are a for-profit company. Well, that's great, so. though. Yeah, we're we're down in Austin, and we we've seen quite a few of these pop up in our area as well, like T- Tech Ranch Austin. That's also sort of modeled on the Tech Stars in Boulder. And I think it's really awesome because even if you don't get accepted, I think part of the, to qualify, you have to go through a pretty, you know, um, I guess introspective, rigid, um, application process, which I think helps people also sort of identify the strengths and weaknesses, you know, in their company. And of course, if you do get accepted, it's, you know, the success stories like what you guys have had are, it seems like almost everyone comes out of success. So it's just entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs, and it's outstanding. Yeah. You know, we're seeing a lot more of that these days. I was just talking to a buddy of mine from college yesterday who um, runs a company out of Austin called InfoChimps. Oh, and, uh-huh. uh, and And he was just saying that they start, there's a new program at the University of Texas, uh, Austin, um, you know, just an entrepreneurial class where they have people come in you know, they have about 100 students, and, and they have entrepreneurs come in and teach different classes. And and something that we didn't see as much, you know, five years ago or even three years ago, I think there's just been a huge groundswell of support in the startup and entrepreneurial community. And, you know, something we're, we're always trying to give back and speak to students and do as much as possible because we've been helped a ton by all these mentors who have been in our shoes before. And... And so it's, it's really fun thing to be a part of right now. Absolutely. You're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest is Ethan Austin. He's the co-founder of Give Forward. 
Now, I'm still more interested in this uh, mentorship program too. Uh, do you have any advice for you know different companies or maybe entrepreneurs out there that may be thinking, well, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm I, I can do this. It, nah, and they struggle for years and just barely make enough money to to pay the bills. Do you have any advice for those? As, as you know, as, whether to apply for a program or not, you mean? Yeah, you know, yeah, because I mean, sometimes maybe they feel too proud to do such a thing. No, I think I mean for us, like, and I think for some of the other companies, there's a company called Tap Me, and at first they were thinking that it was too much money to give away, too much equity to give away for the program. But I, I don't have enough good things to say about these types of programs, and I don't know if they're all as great as Accelerate Labs. I think a lot of companies they say, you know, are as good as the team. And the team running it, Troy Hanikoff and, and Tammy Egan, uh, are incredible, incredible team. And so I think they've done a tremendous job. Um, but it really just opens doors for you. And there's so many startups. You, it's so hard as a startup to, you know, to succeed. And there's so many forces against you. Um, you know, there's so many hurdles and obstacles. The chances are you're not going to succeed. Anytime you have an opportunity like this, to get in front of people at the end, we pitched. We had an opportunity to pitch to, you know, 400 investors at the House of Blues and, and have a demo day. And that's not an easy thing to get, you know, access to, to capital um, for most startups. is a really mm-hmm. hard thing. So, so that's and that's my point open. too, because a lot of companies, if they take advantage of maybe one of these programs. They may actually be successful within a very short period of time, whereas another person that maybe is too proud to, to even go there, they're not going to – I mean it may take years uh, to get access to right. that sort of thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may take years or it may never come. I mean it really, it really was a game changer for us. I mean there's just no comparison. I don't know where we'd be without it. And it's not that we're much you – know, we're not different people or different companies. We just got lucky enough to be accepted. And it's, you know, the more you learn, the more people always say it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, and I think that's true. I think people, you know, in certain situations have advantages, and this has definitely been a big advantage. So I think we, we worked really hard to get to that point and kind of made our own luck and set ourselves up so that we could get into that program. But, you know, getting picked as one of those 10 companies was. You know, just lucky is just luck of the draw, I think. So we yeah. feel very fortunate for that. Well, Ethan, we know that you've hired a great team over at Give Forward. So maybe you could give us some tips for job seekers that might be listening to the program. Maybe they want to get a job somewhere like Give Forward. Uh, do you have any thoughts on resumes uh, for getting a job? Maybe what, what you accept or, uh, or, or any other advice when it comes to job seekers? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I think. Um, we have really wacky and kind of weird job descriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed and that. <laughs> and it's because we're kind of wacky and weird, and we, you know, we really stress that it's important to be yourself, and we want to work with interesting, wacky, weird, fun people. And so we have these weird descriptions as a way to kind of weed out the boring people who think, oh, that seems odd, and I wouldn't want to work there, because chances are we wouldn't want to work with them either. <laughs> um, so we don't like stuff we don't like stuffy people, for one. Uh, we have in our job descriptions, you know, things that you must be able to eat. It's a two-pound burrito, um, and I swear we must have more. We must have more applications 
with cover letters talking about how they can eat a two-pound burrito and, and talking about Chipotle um, <laughs> than probably anyone but Chipotle. It's, it's, it's always funny to see what we get. And so what we do ask for, you know, we, we ask for resumes, but we say more than anything. Um, we want cover letters. We want cover letters telling people, telling us why they want to work there, you know, what makes them special. Um, and if they can make us laugh in the cover letter, and if they can show that they're passionate, because so much of the stuff that we're doing can be learned. And so we want people who are eager. And, you know, we at least we want people who have skills, but we really want people who, who care. And, you know, what we like to say is, um, you know, you can't always outsmart your competition, but you can always outcare your competition. And we want those types mm-hmm. of people who are going to outcare everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so, so for us, a resume, you know, is important, but not nearly as important as the cover letter. I think for job seekers out there, um, you know, I think you know some people don't read cover letters. Um, some big companies may not read cover letters, but I think you really have to do something different to make yourself stand out. Yeah, any examples? Any examples on those wacky descriptions? That, oh, you- I mean, I, I think people who we look at the cover letters, right? So people who would tell us these ridiculous stories. This one intern I remember, she sent us something that said she'd eaten a seven-pound burrito before. <laughs> and, and she was a skinny 110-pound, you know, 5'7", 110-pound girl. And she had obviously great experience. Um, she had run the dance marathon program for her uh, University of North Carolina, so she'd been very familiar with fundraising. And she had all the qualifications, but when I saw a seven-pound burrito, I was sold because we have an intern versus intern burrito eating contest with another company. And I was like, well, I, I got myself a ringer. So <laughs> any, anyone I think that can kind of make us laugh and make us smile and someone we feel like we'd like to work with, you know, that's, that's the key for us. And I think also uh, good writing abilities um, and ability to communicate effectively is important. You know, um, um, and then, you know, uh, Chipotle is our favorite, uh, one of our favorite restaurants, too. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. We ate there last night. Uh, you just have to love what they're doing with, you know, local, and, and uh, they're they're proving that a healthy uh, restaurant model can work. Fast and food money. and healthy. So, yeah. Not to get on another subject, but Chipotle, got to give a hats off to Chipotle. Yeah. We won't eat. I, I'm a huge Chipotle fanboy. We are, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you eat there and you yeah. feel good after you, you get done eating, you know? Yeah. So I guess. Well, sometimes I fall asleep at work afterwards. The burritos <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <laughs> well, we try to split a burrito so that way, you know. Yeah. Well, she yeah. she wants me to look good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I always get like the smaller half, so I don't know what that's well, all about. Well, I want her to look good, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, they're good. You guys have breakfast tacos down there in Austin, though, don't you? We do. We do. I don't think we have no, that at Chipotle, though. Chipotle, well, no. the one near yeah. us has kind of weird hours because it's downtown, and I always forget it's even there because it's like weird, like it's not open on the weekend. And you know how the like downtown? I guess they think only people work that work downtown are, are like nine to five workers. So. They don't realize that there's tons of people that live downtown. Yeah, and we're always like, really, yeah. you're closed at seven? You know, really? But I don't know. So maybe some of the other ones might have breakfast tacos around. I don't know. Yeah, I've never had a breakfast taco from Chipotle. Have you? Huh? No. And have you though, Nate? Ethan? 
Have I had a breakfast taco from Chipotle? Yeah. Oh, no. I've I've just had them from some of the other places in Austin. Oh, oh yes. So maybe yes. a request on the menu item. That's... We we get Whole Foods breakfast tacos. Oh, yeah. Some good stuff. And we have another. I forget. What's the other? That We're actually having it. Uh, tomorrow, the oh, that's right. What is that place called? Yeah, there's there's some good there's some good Tex-Mex down here. Of course, you guys have a lot of good kind of like Tex-Mex in California. We call them Calmex, right? Yeah, Calmex <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, we don't call we don't call it Tex-Mex out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so yeah, we have good Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think you've been known uh, to say that that working there. Uh, at Give Forward is your dream job. Would you say that that's the tr- the case? And if so, why is it your dream job? I mean, absolutely. Um, I think any day, you know, for us, but you get it. Like I said before, that we we got to do well and do good at the same time. Seems like you know the perfect combination. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't. I think we're very lucky to be able to do that. And and for us, we share around the office. We get those emails more and more frequently now with, you know, now that we have a lot of users with emails I was talking about before where, you know, people would send, you know, this changed my life or we get these really awesome thank you emails. And we send those, whenever we get one of those, we send them around the office and share them with everyone. And that's, that's really what drives us. Um, it's the ability to help people and make people smile and, and, change not the world but maybe change someone's world and and so we really have a fun time in the office um and everyone in the office is fun and, you know a couple of our core values right, are compassion um but also we we have fun as one of our core values we say take fun seriously I like and, that. and we definitely do have a good time yeah we definitely have a good time in the office and everyone's young and we do silly things like burrito eating contests and we have an annual ugly Christmas sweater pup crawl for charity. <laughs> you know, we do we do a lot of fun things. So it really is a dream job. It really um, it sounds it sounds that that way, you know. So if someone wants to find out more about Give Forward, what's the best place for them to go to find out uh, what, more about what you guys do and how they can get involved? Yeah, it's um, the website is just www.giveforward.com and G I V E. F O R W A R G dot com, and they could email us at info at giveforward dot com. We're usually pretty quick to respond to that. So, any questions, definitely shoot us an email. That's awesome. Well, you're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest has been Ethan Austin. He's the co-founder of Give Forward. Uh, he's helping other families when they're in their times of need. So, uh, Ethan, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Wow, what a cool guy. Yeah, he is, and what a great company to work for. Definitely. You know, we didn't talk to Ethan about his blog, but he has a terrific blog for entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. If you just Google his name, Ethan Austin, it'll come right up. I think it's ethanaustin.com. And uh, just excellent advice on the day-to-day operations of a bootstrapping startup. That's great. Hey, and for next week, next week's show, How to Bring Your Superpowers to Work, featuring Darcy Eichenberg. That's right, an exciting show. Yeah. Well, until next week, this is Daniel Laxton's. And this is Leah Laxton's. And this is the Dream Job Radio Show. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.